This is New York. This is New York. This is New York. People come in here and they start screaming at the ghosts or whatever. It's like, okay, well, you're not going to get nothing like that. Was she a prostitute? Most likely not, but nothing is impossible. This is New York is a podcast from DNA Info. I'm Gwen Hogan, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nicole Levy. Each episode, we take you to one of the neighborhoods we cover. And today we're going to Washington Heights. We'll visit the oldest house in Manhattan and attempt to commune with some of its deceased residents. It all makes for a very spooky Halloween episode. People come in and they ask, where did Lin-Manuel sit to write the musical? Are you haunted? And did Eliza kill her husband? And was she a prostitute? And was this a brothel? All those things, only a few of them have, are true. And the rest are just kind of been spun out of control. It's very unfortunate that successful woman equates to devious behavior. Nicole and I are in the Morris Jumel Mansion in Washington Heights. It's uh, the oldest house in Manhattan. It's uh, built in 1765, 251 years old. And this is Vinny Carbone. The public programming and events manager. The mansion is a museum by day, and Vinny has to organize concerts and lectures and theater performances. But he's not your average event planner. He also runs paranormal investigations, ghost hunts, and the setting is perfect. A spooky old mansion that was once the home of historic residents like George Washington and Aaron Burr. People come in here and they start screaming at the ghosts or whatever. It's like, okay, well, you're not going to get nothing like that. It's around 9 p.m. Vinny shuts off the lights. (laughs) We've got the tools we need all lined up. This is a K2 meter, also known as an EMF detector. These are a very basic EMF pump or detector. Flashlight. This is a laser grid pen. Motion det- motion sensor lights. And we're ready. Shall we begin? If anyone's here, we come in complete respect. We just want to learn more about you. By now you know who I am. The ghost stories go back to 1810 when Eliza moved in. And they really picked up after she died. And they've never stopped. But wait, wait, wait. Let's back up a second. By 1810, the house was already a half a century old. What happened in its first 50 years? So, the mansion was built as a summer getaway in 1765 by Colonel Roger Morris, who fought in the French and Indian War. He was a loyalist, and he and his family fled back to England when the revolution began. George Washington posted up at the mansion for five weeks during the Battle of Harlem Heights and was nearly captured. Hessian soldiers took it over for a while. Then, after the war, two farmers turned the house into a tavern. And then it was vacant, until the Jamels moved in. Wow, Nicole. What a history buff. (laughs) Anyway, back to Eliza Jamel. Eliza grew up poor in Rhode Island. She was the daughter of a prostitute. She moved to New York to try her luck as an actress and ended up getting hitched to Stephen Jamel, a wealthy French wine merchant. Eliza, despite her upbringing, she's actually a very, very intelligent woman. She helped Stephen triple his worth. She's self-taught in French, 
and she starts collecting artwork and jewelry, and she actually becomes one of the first female landowners as well. Basically, she's a boss. Well, we should acknowledge that there are some unsavory rumors about Eliza's character, namely that she tricked Stephen into marrying her, and that she killed him. He died after falling off a carriage onto a pitchfork. Some would believe the, the urban legend that she helped kill him. Um, we don't have any proof of that. We have no reason to believe that. Others said she had worked as a prostitute herself. Uh, was she a prostitute? Most likely not, but nothing is impossible. After her first husband died, she remarried. This time, the lucky guy was former Vice President Aaron Burr. She outlived him, too. He died just as they were about to get divorced. And Eliza lived to the ripe old age of 90 in her beautiful uptown home. And some say she never left. So we're wandering around the pitch black mansion equipped with a flashlight and a K2 meter. We've set up motion sensors in the hallway to see if any spirits trigger them. And Vinny is calling out to the mansion's deceased residents. Anyone in this room with us? That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. It's like when we're talking about them, they're like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, that's me. You want to let us know that you're, you you want to move that sheet that's right there on the bed? So it seems as though someone's here with us on the bed. Can you make that go to red, maybe? If anyone's in the hallway, feel free to make a noise, uh, a noise or come in here. Our uh, most notable ghost story came out of January of 1964. Right here at this balcony is where it took place. There was a group of school kids being wait, uh, waiting to be let in for a field trip. They were out on the slate in front of the house, and they were, you know, playing around, being loud. And then all of a sudden, this old woman comes out on the balcony and tells them to shut up or go away. Then she kind of disappears, and then a few minutes later, the curator runs up and says, Oh, I'm so sorry, there was a problem with the trains, I'll let you guys in. And she said, and the teacher was like, that's fine, but why couldn't that woman let us in? She said, uh, there's no woman, I have the keys to the house, there's no one in the house. And they said, no, this woman came out and yelled at us, whatever. I said, no, 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 um, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, they come inside, and they come up here, and they saw the portrait of Eliza with her grandchildren. They're like, oh, that's the woman that yelled at us. But she'd been dead for like over 100 years. The ghost sightings didn't stop there. Vinny says he's heard voices and recordings he's made at the house. He says lights turn on and off inexplicably. He isn't the only staff member to witness the strange phenomena. And even visitors to the mansion experience weird stuff, like a film crew on a recent shoot. They just started filming and they were on, I think they were on the second floor. And they had to stop and one of the PAs comes in and asks Carol, oh, can you tell who's ever on the third floor to be quiet because we're picking them up? She said, no, there's no one on the third floor, it's just us. And they're like, well, all of the sound crew's here, and so you get, we got to fix that. There's no one on the third floor. And some school kids got a bit of a scare as well. One of our educators was giving a, t uh, a lecture in the, in the basement, and it was in front of a high school group. And sure enough, she's talking, and right, on, and right behind her on the mantle, there's like a mordant pestle, and it moves on its own. And she turns, and she turns back, and two kids run out of the house screaming, and they will not come back in the house. So right now, uh, 
Two interesting facts about this room. One, that's the only uh, bust of Aaron Burr in New York City. Okay, great, who cares? And then uh, right there in that chair is where Lin-Manuel sat and wrote two of the Aaron Burr songs from Hamilton. Do you hear that, Hamilton, wow. Hamilton fans? That chair? Yes, that, that striped chair. We're close to greatness here. Is that moving? Do you see that? The back piece? Or is that just me? I can't really see it from this angle. Come over here. I just saw something. I'm trying to see if I if my eyes are playing tricks on me because I just saw something kind of like white in front of in front of us, but I don't know if it was dust. I thought I heard like a muffled man's voice coming from like down there. Is anyone there? Nicole and I can't confirm or deny the existence of ghosts in Morris Jamil Mansion. We can tell you it is very creaky, and if you were alone, it would be terrifying, and there are some really spooky mannequins dressed in costumes on the second floor that we definitely mistook for ghosts for a moment. Vinny is the first to admit paranormal investigations can be a bit of a mind game. Now, something to keep in mind is a lot of paranormal investigation is psychological. Um, that's why it's such a topic as parapsychology. That's Peter Venkman's academic discipline in Ghostbusters. You know, if I was to say to you, oh, that thing is definitely moving, look at that. I could probably convince you with, en you know, with enough acting that that's moving like crazy. We're getting to the end of our tour. All right. so let's head to into Alonzo's room. Vinny takes off the waist-high wooden partitions that usually block museum visitors from going inside, and we step into Eliza's room. Nicole is very happy about this. So this has been my fantasy at every museum I've <laughs> ever been at. This is the bed she died in. Okay. Now, there's nothing here that would make that go off at all. The K2 meter is jumping up to red. Now, I'm going to say something that's really interesting. Every investigation, we do an experiment. Now, I've been doing them now here for about a year, and... After a couple months, I figured something out. When it's predominantly men in the room, no activity. When it's women, activity. Eliza or anyone else who's in this room, I'm here with some friends. They just want to learn more about you. You know how much I respect you and we all respect you. Eliza, I'm going to let you be, all right? And feel free to say what you want. They're going to ask you some questions and hopefully you've got something to say to them. All right, I'm just going to be on the hold. Hi, Eliza. Hi, Eliza. We wanted to know, since you were one of the first land, female landowners in, in New York City, are you a feminist? It's moving a little bit. I think she's indecisive. Are you watching the current presidential election? Negative. Negative. Okay. She does fair. not care for politics, current politics. All right. Um, is being dead fun? <laughs> no, I guess not. 
What do you think of the gentrification in this neighborhood? Are you in support of it? Mm, I think we might have scared her away. Let's maybe like a gentler question. Do you like these investigations, these paranormal investigations? Do you look forward to them? Or would you rather we just leave you alone? She's giving us bubkiss today. Oh. Anything good? Not, we're getting <laughs> like stonewalled over here. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk today. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Eliza. Sorry to bother you. Get out of your room. Okay. We're about to head out. And we hope that you are doing well wherever you are. And thank you very much for your time and your patience. I always preface going into an investigation with respect and dignity because imagine someone coming into your house and, you know, it's like, okay, dance for grandma now. I want to be entertained or spooked out. It's not going to happen, so. People also ask, do I think I can see ghosts, feel ghosts, or anything like that? I don't commune with the dead. I don't claim to have those abilities. Um, I just know what I can see and what I can feel. Um, and paranormal investigation is you know, just another way for me to get a better understanding of the world around me and what could possibly be after we die. It's a great alternative view of history. It's kind of like, you know, capturing lightning in a bottle. Thanks to the folks at Morris Jamal Mansion for letting us hang out after hours. This is New York is a podcast from DNA Info. Our intro music comes from The Silent Partner and the Free Music Archive. And some of the sound effects in this episode were from the Free Sound Archive. I'm Gwen Hogan. And I'm Nicole Levy. Thanks for listening. <laughs>